Hello, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I am Lorraine, and I am your host today, reading. Uh, I'm going to do two chapters today, Hebrews 4 and 5, which will be uh, episodes 42.3 and 42.4. I'm, like I said, I'm still on vacation, and I'm still wanting to keep doing our podcast together because we don't take a break from God. We don't take a vacation from reading his word. So uh, I encourage you to continue listening. You don't have to listen to this all at once. You can do chapter four today and then do chapter five tomorrow. Uh, So I'm not going to delay. I'm going to go ahead and open up in prayer and uh, then we will dive right in. So uh, let's uh, let's pray. Holy and mighty God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this moment to uh, get into your word and we uh, are so grateful and so thankful for all that you do, all you provide for us. Lord, we uh, are most grateful for the gift of your son, Jesus. It's his blood on the cross that was shed for all of our sins. And uh, we don't deserve it, but uh, he loved us so much that he did that for us. We thank you for being a sovereign God, a God of order, a God who has a plan. And uh, we know that everything that you do is for the glory of your kingdom. And we know that you will use everything for the glory of your kingdom, no matter what, whether it's an illness or a financial problems or whatever it might be. We know that even though we're in the middle of something maybe, uh, we know that you will use it for the glory of your kingdom. Lord, I invite you into this moment and we just ask you to anoint it and uh, reveal to us exactly what it is that you want us to learn. I thank you for those who are out there. I pray blessings over each one of them. Guide and direct them in whatever way that they need to be and uh, just bless their homes, bless their finances, bless their health. Uh, Just take care of us, Lord. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, episode 42.3, we're on uh, chapter four. And I need my readers. Oh, sorry, okay. Promised rest from God's for God's people. God's promise of entering his rest still stands, so we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. For only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said, In my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest, even though this rest has been ready since he made the world. We know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from all his work. But in the other passage, God said, they will never enter my place of rest. So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God set another time for entering his rest, and that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest 
have rested from their labors just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter the rest, but if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fail. I'm sorry, fall. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. Christ is our high priest. So then, since we have a great high priest who has entered heaven, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Chapter 5, 42.4, Episodes. Every high priest is a man chosen to represent other people in their dealings with God. He presents their gifts to God and offers sacrifices for their sins. And he is able to deal gently with ignorant and wayward people because he himself is subject to the same weaknesses. That is why he must offer sacrifices for his own sacrifices, I'm sorry, for his own sins as well as theirs. And no one can become a high priest simply because he wants such an honor. He must be called by God for this work, just as Aaron was. That is why Christ did not honor himself by assuming he could become high priest. No, he was chosen by God who said to him, You are my son. Today I have become your father. And in another passage, God said to him, You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. While Jesus was there, here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. Even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the, from the things he suffered. In this way, God qualified him as a perfect high priest, and he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. And God designated him to be a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. hope I said that right. <clears throat> a call to spiritual growth. There is much more we would like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. All right, so I did some highlighting in four. I started off with God's promise of entering his rest still stands, so we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to God. For only we who believe can enter his rest. I think what he's saying here when he's talking about entering his rest is he's talking about heaven. So, you know, you need to 
you know that's what he's that's the promise of rest um, if you go back uh, to the very first page of uh, December 10th if you're reading through the daily walk Bible <clears throat> on uh, what page is it page 1412 uh, it's talking about in revelations uh, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. I mean, it's talking about the new heaven. And that's the promise, is uh, being in heaven with God. Uh, then he says that uh, because they didn't um, obey, in my anger I took an oath, they will never enter my place of rest. Anybody who doesn't you know, turn to, to Jesus won't enter. Um, and this rest has been ready since he made the world. Uh, on the seventh day, God rested from all his work. Now, I'm going to go back with that. People think that work is bad on this earth, and that's not the way it is. God worked. That's what he does. And he created us to work. And so we work in this life, but we have the promise of rest in the next life. So... I believe that's the way it goes. That's what I understand. If anybody has any, anything else different to say, feel free to email me at Lorraine Montgomery uh, at uh, leapoffaithpodcast.org. Uh, uh, on the seventh day, God rested from all his work. Uh, God's rest is there for people to enter, uh, but those uh, they failed to enter because they disobey God. I mean, this is all in, you know, in verse 6. Today, when you hear his voice, this is coming from David, don't harden your hearts. When you hear God calling you, don't turn your back on him. You know, uh, I know I didn't. You know, that was 25, 26 years ago. Don't turn your back on God. Uh, and then, so there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter the rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fail. And that's all in the Old Testament. So, you know, reading through that, it's mind-blowing. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing is hidden from God. Uh, we are exposed before his eyes and we are accountable. I mean, you know, these are, that's just jumping out at us, you know. Uh, God's word is alive and powerful. It really is. This is living and breathing every day in, to me. Uh, and then we go into, uh, as Christ is our high priest, since we have a high priest in heaven who is Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to what we believe. Uh, the high priest understands our weaknesses, for he faced them, all of it, the same testings we do, yet he did not sin. He was strong enough not to. So let us come boldly by, uh, to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. I mean, this is just powerful. And then I went into chapter 5. I did some highlighting. Uh, every high priest is um, a person who represents... Uh, the people uh, with their dealings with God and he does the offerings um, and he is able to deal gently 
with ignorant wayward people because he himself is subject to the same weaknesses. That's why he must offer sacrifices for himself as well as for them. Uh, no one can become a high priest simply because they want to. They have to be called by God just as Aaron was. And that is why Christ did not honor himself by assuming, you know, he's going to be the high priest. But he did become the high priest because God said, you are my son. Today I've become your father. You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Uh, while Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. He learned obedience from the things he suffered. And God qualified him as a perfect high priest uh, with the source of eternal salvation for all of those who obey him. Uh, and then he talks about being spiritually dull. I thought this was kind of interesting when he talks about, you know, they've been uh, believers for so long, but yet they're still drinking milk. You know, they're still infants and they're not progressing. Uh, I was that person. I was that person who was a little baby uh, for years and years and years. I worked at a church for 12 years and um, I, I didn't feel qualified uh, to even do this. I mean, just reading my Bible. But this, uh, and I'm not qualified, trust me, I'm, you know, I, I say it every day, I'm not uh, a scholar, Bible scholar, uh, I have not been through training, but I read it, and I read it, and I, I say what I feel that it's speaking us, speaking to us, um, but uh, I had to become more mature and more confident in this, and I felt like God was telling me that this is what I'm supposed to do, uh, you know, read the Bible out into the world. Uh, and I got uh, Jeremiah in on it with me. So uh, anyway, uh, so uh, that's it for today. There's nothing more. I mean, you know, keep reading your Bible, become a stronger Christian and a stronger believer, and God's going to guide you into what it is he wants you to do. You just have to listen and, you know, don't harden your hearts when you hear his voice. Do it. Just do it. So, all right. Well, that's it for today. Uh, uh, again, if you haven't made a choice for Jesus, if you haven't become a believer, now is the time. This is your moment. Uh, we encourage you, Jeremiah and I, to, to say the prayer, which I'm going to lead you in. Sorry. Just getting comfortable here. And, uh, and you know, follow Christ. That's uh, all I can say. So let's bow our heads and say the prayer. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I've sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Uh, you are uh, in the family. You've become a, an adopted child of Christ. And uh, I encourage you, we encourage you to get to a church, get to a pastor, and move on to the next uh, step. So find a church, find a ministry, volunteer, whatever it is. And uh, God will bless you. I know it. So uh, that's it for today. Um, whatever time it is that you're listening to this, I'm so thankful. I'm glad that it is either morning, noon, or night. Uh, maybe I put you to sleep. I don't know. But uh, thank you for joining me today, and I am uh, blessed beyond 
anything I can imagine that I get to do this every day. So uh, take care, have a great day, and God bless you.